You're listening to episode 45 of Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. I'm Mike. Tyler. And Hexter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome, dude. You've heard his voice in the past. Uh, you were on gonna a couple hear of five minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome Maybe to the Maybe it was four and a half. I think I got cut off by an early entry by somebody else. Yeah. But yeah. That was yeah. pretty fucking rude, I'm, honestly. I'm not right. salty. That's probably Matt, my friend Max. He's a dick. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on the pod, dude. This would be fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and thanks, Joey, for loving my dumb idea of, oh my God. <laughs> of this stretch of a thing with no. Pedro the Lion's control and the the movie, the magnum opus of Adam Sandler. <laughs> I take it back. Click. Click is so fucking bad. <laughs> it's awful. I rewatched it again this morning, and I recently saw it, which is maybe why it was wow. in my head. It is terrible. I had never seen it. Same. And I, I was like just before quarantine. I was like, you know, I've never seen this. I saw it on Netflix and I was like, I'm going to watch it. No, yeah. I regretted it. It's one of those <laughs> things where it's just like halfway through, you like look at the status bar and see how far you aren't. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, damn. Yeah, it was. It was would you rather struggle. watch this or The Cobbler? Oh my God. I would rather watch The Cobbler. The Cobbler joke like the an cobbler. hour ago. Ooh, dude, we did, a, we did a Sandler-thon where we watched The Ridiculous Six, The Cobbler, Anger, we watched six Adam Sandler. It was really bad. It was hard to, the hard ridiculous to make. Ridiculous six. No, I would rather be the cobbler and Adam Sandler, that the actor who was in Click, I would throw those shoes out so I didn't have to put them on and live that life of going into the movie of him recording Click because, wow. but yeah, I would, the cobbler I'd watch 10 times over before I watch this again. Wow. I think we need a flow chart to fully understand that sequence. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, you have to have seen the cobbler to fully get that that reference yeah. I just made. I guess it yeah. just it just ends in. Do you want to watch? Click no, basically no, no not at all. <laughs> I would Click find no a way yes. to destroy that remote. I mean, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you, Evan! You're not part of this podcast. This is my night. Damn, let us God, have this it. one. Yo, where's thing. my fucktopus, man? It's in the trash now. That's that's, that's harsh. No, uh, I can bring it to you next time I'm in South Philly. Um, you, you, would you like to elaborate on the fucktopus? <laughs> <laughs> so Evan sent me a meme uh, of, it was like, oh, my friend 3D printed this thing. It's the best thing ever. It's like the best decision he's ever made. And then somebody in the next like comments down, it was like a, a Tumblr thread. And it was like, ah, the great fucktopus. <laughs> so then I just like Googled the design for 3D printed fucktopus and I found it right away. And do you 30 minutes later, Evan had his very own fucktopus do you uh, have a, ready. Do you have a 3D printer too? I do have a 3D printer. Damn, that's wild. Sounds like a yeah. That'd be really cool to have. Uh, it was like an accident how I got it. I, uh, I'm, I was an English teacher and I became like the kind of like the de facto tech support guy. Cause my first three years I taught at a, like, so it wasn't an E school, but it was like an accelerated school. And uh, the way the students did half of their work was on computers and the computers broke all the time because they were shitty Dells and our tech support. Cause it was a nationwide program of schools was located in Chicago. So I was taking apart computers and fixing them all the time. So I just kind of like added that to the bottom of my description of what I did at that school. Like, Oh, like on-site tech support. 
and some hiring manager at another school saw that and was like, hey, uh, we need an English teacher, but we also need a technology teacher. And it looks like you have the skills to do that. <laughs> so I taught technology for one year. And in the second half of me teaching technology, I got a grant from Autodesk to buy a 3D printer. And then I left that school and I got in contact with Autodesk and they're like, nah, man, that's yours. It follows you. Damn. So, so I have a 3D printer, even though I'm not teaching right now. What do you print? Cool shit. Do you print guns with it? <laughs> no, I, I have not guns. 3D printed a Glock yet, but hey. you know, uh, it depends on how far quarantine goes. If we go into Mad Max territory, Where? I got I was, you guys covered. I was going more the route of like a flashlight, but Oh. We'll talk about oh, that. That's, that's a fucktopus. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, depending on where your mind's at, a fucktopus could be in that. But yeah, no flashlight printing either. So I, guess I, I don't have you covered on that. The night is young. True. Uh, but no, welcome to the podcast, Hexter. This week we're discussing Page of the Lion's Control off of JG Records from April 16th, 2002. And goddamn, we're discussing June 23rd, 2006, Columbia Pictures and Happy Madison's Click. Woof. Yes, indeed. Um, would you care to describe the your, I don't know, your thought process on that one? <laughs> uh, so Joey sent me your master list, and there's a lot of stuff on there that I'd wanted to do. Like I saw, saw Piebald on there, saw Pedro the Lion, I saw um, Saves the Day, uh, and there are things that I wanted to do. But I had been listening to Control uh, by Pedro quite a bit recently. Um, and I don't know, for some reason, I was just like, I really want to talk about this album. You're and, not going through a uh, I think. Are you going through a divorce or? <laughs> no, I'm not going through the divorce. And I don't think I'm getting murdered in the next <laughs> week or two because the economy is tanking right now. Damn. But uh, there's just a couple songs on there that are just so good. Yeah. Dude. And I don't know. I just like will zone in. That happens to me sometimes where I'll just zone in on a song or two from, a ma- from an album. And I'm a person that loves to listen to albums straight through. Mm-hmm. Um, I will listen to things on shuffle quite a bit, like, uh, a daily mix on Spotify is usually what I'll go to first when I want to start listening to music. But then if I hear a song, uh, that I just like really hits me in the moment, I'll just go and listen to that whole album. Is is there one Um, song off this record that you like, but I mean, we can get into it for sure later on, but like, is there one that makes you like, do you replay one like over and over? Absolutely. And that song's second best. Ooh. yeah, Yeah. Uh, that was a song that like i would say um indian summer or penetration were probably the first two on that album that really took me in and it wasn't until maybe when page of the line played at union transfer i guess it was two years ago it was around that time that i like revisited this album and heard second best was like how did i miss this song this song is so insane that one's like and he played it live there heavy too that's the thing like that's why like it was like how did i miss this this song is the heaviest song on this album and it has no reason to be this heavy and it has like no like i could throw you a couple like a bunch of hardcore songs that don't have a breakdown or an outro as hard as the outro of second best is yep. that is the heaviest guitar line i think i may have ever heard and it's the simplest thing but I don't know, I can't confirm this because I couldn't find anything just from a quick Google search, but somebody told me he's playing his guitar through a bass amp on that, and that's part of what adds to how heavy it is. Oh, really? But it's in standard tuning. Yeah. He's playing with a simple he like distortion pedal. <laughs> yeah, 
but potentially because he's playing it through a bass amp makes yeah. it that heavy but it's just the way he's playing it the drums sound so heavy but it's such a simple like easy like Straight on up. the snare and just like snare and crash like drum beat yeah, yeah. but i don't know the chord structure is just so fucking heavy and it hits me so hard when i hear that song that i just like zone into it it reminds me of torch a little bit yeah 100 percent. Um, and yeah like, i'm the, Go ahead, Tyler, I'm sorry. sorry for the things I'm going to be saying later. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, you might be booted off the podcast if you don't like this record, dude. I just um, don't like David Bazan like, at all. Uh, really? All right. Okay. Well, so this, the shit out of let's, me. Let's take it way, way back. Well, this was in his Christian phase, too. And you can get that in some of these songs. And I think I forgive him for that. But I like the more I started listening to Pedro the Lion and David Bazan, and the more I was just like, oh, this is like pseudo-christian bullshit mm -hmm. but he's since like renounced the like christianness of his music and talked about how he like has grown out of that yeah he's, and he's i don't know for me it's kind of like a separate yeah oh so, go ahead oh, i was gonna say he's had like a real falling out with the big guy upstairs i guess yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh maybe just like adam sandler did in click oh, falling out with morty oh, the big guy upstairs with morty and pickle rick wait was morty <laughs> He was we'll that's what we have to discuss that's my big death. question about click was we'll more get to into it before we get into all that let's go way way back um yeah hexter have you been listening to any cool records lately like before we get into page of the line like any cool new music any cool things you found in the past uh cool new records uh no new music has really popped up for me uh in especially like the land of quarantine <laughs> a big thing that i did was make a, a classical music playlist almost kind of like uh and a moose bouche for a bunch of friends that like want to get into that type of music. Yeah. So I started like I did the playlist uh, kind of by uh, type of music and tempo and built it up from like uh, the first couple songs like have lyrics or light like vocal melodies and then it goes straight into piano music and then full orchestral and then it goes into like uh, synth heavy stuff and almost into like a wall of sound like heavy ass like electronic music and then yeah. that's where it kind of ended and that's where my head has been at musically lately i've been listening to a lot of orchestral stuff so i kind of just made a giant playlist and put it out there in the world on instagram and spotify for people to download or subscribe to but that's also because i hadn't been listening to anything new lately so i just wanted to make a playlist to kind of mix all that together for myself yeah i, I saw i think like Hell did yeah. francis maybe share part of your playlist yeah yeah, yeah francis quinlan of hop along yeah she uh she saw me post that i think it's because mary Lattimore, who uh former philly now los angeles based oh, harpist yeah i yeah, um yes. I, one of her songs I really, really love, and I have it on one of my playlists. Yeah, she used to be part... Was it her and Jeff Ziegler did, like, a thing together? Yep. Yeah, it was super Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they're they're cool. definitely collaborators. Yeah. Yeah, right on. But, yeah, I think I saw Francis post part of your playlist. It had, like, some ambient tracks and some classical tracks and some, like, heavy-ass shit, like, like Johan Johansson or something on there, maybe? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely has all that stuff on there. Yeah. So, yeah, no yeah, idea Mary Lattimore was a me. Philly girl. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, she was here for at least 15 years i want to say before she moved out to la um wow. no that was maybe four years ago that she right had on. moved but yeah definitely miss her if you're listening Make cool again. Mary. <laughs> and you know she's listening we get, we get <laughs> yeah, upwards yeah. Of 100 <laughs> listeners. um how about you tyler have you listened to cool new records 
no, nothing new. I don't do that. You know that. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Progress, Evan Weiss's uh, first band. They just oh yeah, he put that all on Spotify. The Jersey yeah, everything band. came on Spotify recently, so I've been rocking that quite a bit. Um, I didn't know about the band Quit, which is the same guy from uh, 1994 and Good Crime. Yeah, Mike showed me that. It's Christian, so I've been listening to them quite a bit. Melissa Brain, yeah. um, and then Tim Jordan, and I think there's somebody else. Maybe Phil might be in that band too. But yeah, they're cool. Yeah, but they're sick. I actually bought that uh, album on the latest album on Bandcamp. I've been rocking that. Right I've been doing Covet a lot lately. Uh, Yvette Young, I think, is one of the most interesting guitar players out there right now. She's amazing. Uh, not even just guitar player. She's an amazing musician, songwriter. So Sweet. I've been listening to Covet a lot because she's been releasing stuff, especially with, uh, I guess, <laughs> you know, the situation we're all in where we're not doing anything. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and Mike Kinsella, as Owen, just today released uh, the first single from his new album, yeah. So I'm, I listened to that like six times today. It's been fucking incredible. The Avalanche? So is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. It's cool. Yeah, the the so, the single, I forget what it's called, but... Yeah, the album's called The Avalanche, and the song okay. is called A New Muse. Yeah. It's cool. I feel like he's putting a little more like effort and like creative stuff behind Owen, because I feel like for the last couple of years, it's been very American football heavy, so I feel like it's cool to see him put like a little more behind Owen for this release. So. Oh, dude, this song is like six layers to it. It's, it's so good. It's, it's amazing. It's still like, it still feels like Owen, but it's just a lot more stuff into it. Should be cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. But yeah, that's it. Anyone else? Yeah, Joey, what have you been listening to? Um, nothing really new either, man, but oh, other than, I still, I'm still listening to that Andy Shaw record a lot. Uh, and I listened to a couple of things I like never really gave a lot of time to. So I listened to the first Kurt Vile record, Constant Hitmaker, and oh, it's cool. pretty good. I liked it. Uh, I think I'll I'm gonna try to work my way through his records for some reason. I don't know why. I just <laughs> for felt some like, reason, <laughs> a, it felt like a fun challenge, or maybe it'll start off good, and who knows what'll happen. I feel like so. Is it supposed strokes. to be a challenge to listen to stuff? Yeah. I just need something new. Uh, And then I listened to that Rentals record, Return of the Rentals, because I was kind of in like a Weezer mood, and uh, it's really good. Um, I listened to, so my friend Ian, who is a fan of the show, what up, Ian? Uh, His band Fragment of Joy put their stuff on Spotify, and I didn't realize it. Uh, So they're like old, like throwback Screamo kind of stuff, like 90s Screamo style. Uh, they have like six songs on Spotify. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, look uh, up "Fragment of Joy" on YouTube and and type in "State College." There are some videos that are really sick of like the crowd going pretty. Yeah, easy. and cool. listen to oh, his yeah. podcast. Another look. Uh, and yeah, then look, I, today to I was the triangle listening. episode with Joey. Oh yeah, that's true. And uh, <laughs> what's the other movie we did? <laughs> uh, the Nacho Time Crimes movie. Yeah, Time Crimes. Uh, and then. Uh, one last thing i was listening to this record that came out last year but i think it just got put up on spotify by this band called eric nervous and the beta blockers and they're just kind of like cool like markman style garage punk but like more lo-fi it's really good hell yeah what about you mike um i was trying to listen to some beach beach boys songs and their discography on uh Spotify is fucked up. There's like, there's like, they have like four or five disc albums of just like the B sides and the takes, like the isolated tracks, mother albums. Well, and then there's like four different versions of fucking pet sounds on there too and stuff yeah. that okay. are like all different years too. 
Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's cool to listen yeah. back to how he like orchestrated all that stuff, but it's also kind of convoluted. Um, At least it's finally May that you're listening to it. Sorry? It makes more sense to listen to the Beach Boys in May than like January, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, are you listening sense. to the surf stuff too? Yeah, sure. I'll listen to all of it. Yeah. I mean, like um, those songs are great, but they're just way different than like yeah, the totally. later stuff. Yeah, I mean, and you can hear like them and the Beatles are like bouncing off each other for like Sergeant Pepper's and Pet Sounds and all that stuff. And Who? Never. Uh, I don't, <laughs> um, we don't I talk saw... about the Beatles on here. <laughs> we don't. We don't talk about the Beatles. I they saw don't recently... pay us for that plug. We don't spring it up. <laughs> uh, I think it's fucked up that Mark paying Mupp... the estate of Michael Jackson. You mean? Oh, Dude. we'll get to that. Very true. We will get to that. Um, I think it's fucked up that Mark Mothersbaugh of Devo did the soundtrack for The Ringer. He did like the score for the ringer. That doesn't make any sense. Um, the Johnny Knoxville movie. Correct. Yeah. I don't want to. Well, one of the same. The, won't get into the I same. mean, he also does all of Wes Anderson's, right? Wait, that makes really? more sense though. That, yeah. That <laughs> yeah. Um, at the very least, I think he did um, Royal Tannenbaums. Okay. Yeah. I think he's done. Yeah. 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 I mean, he did. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, did, like composed and then also song. did like in oh, between yeah. scene songs. But okay, yeah. <laughs> The Ringer and the Royal Tenenbaums. This should be a, a two-disc set. <laughs> Don't forget the I'd buy it. Um, I went back and listened to a bunch of early 2000 stuff. I listened to Zoloft, the Rock and Roll Destroyer, Haste the Day, and Zayo. Hell yes. <laughs> and then there's Whoa. this new band that's from Brooklyn called Peel Dream Machine, and they're cool. They're kind of like psychedelic dream pop kind of stuff, which is cool. I used um, to have a Zoloft, the Rock and Roll Destroyer belt. <laughs> yo, with the popsicle? I think mine had a rocket ship on it. Oh damn! I had the, yeah. I had the, the it was white part of a set. <laughs> I had the Zoloft white. belt with the the little like robot eating a popsicle or something. Are you guys talking about the same thing? Was it a rocket pop? No, it was a belt. Um, <laughs> who knows? Um, it's fifteen years ago. That's or two. Knowing Joey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all right, we got like fifteen more minutes. We can make the episode run longer if we want. We can do whatever the hell we want. Um, let's start talking about Page of the Lion. Uh, yeah, so my you... parents aren't here tonight, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> or do your parents usually stay with you guys? Yeah, they come down every night, make sure I'm in bed. That's worth it. Uh, almost time to tuck you in. <laughs> so, Hexter, uh, we always ask the guests, like, what are some of your favorite emo records? Or, like, what's your history with, like, like, did you listen to this record when it came out? Or did you find it a little later? No. So, uh part of the reason why it took me a bit to decide what to like come on the show with you guys and talk about is because it's hard to find a friend was the like page of the line record that I first got into. Uh, and like got into heavy. Um, That's but, almost like, yeah, big like trucks and yeah. Yeah. And like, if, yeah, you go ahead so, uh, of monarchs and whatever. no, no. So that's, that's the one that has like, it's, I feel like if you were to hop on Spotify and see like the top five or top 10 or see what's starred on Apple music, for him it would be songs off of it's hard to find a friend really like big trucks um oh, damn. god what's the one about like of girls shaving their leg hair oh yeah when they get to know you they'll uh, run yes yeah. yeah that has a typo in it in the title Some, yeah i think you're right. this many years later <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> but yeah so i mean i have my phone in front of me i can just open up spotify and take a look at it but yeah that's the one that has all of the like, the hits on it so yeah big trucks bad diary days longest winter those are all like the heavy yeah. sad ones that like the second you put on one of those songs but that's the type of stuff i was listening to in high school and that's the type of stuff i'm listening to now so um like was heavy into like 
sad, whiny, sappy, like emo music, like middle school <laughs> oh, and hell high yeah. school. Yeah. So who was it? Yeah. Man? That's funny though. Cause when I was in high school, I found the kids that made fun of me. They weren't. <laughs> yeah. Same. Pushed you in the chest. Yeah. and Called you a loser. <laughs> same. Uh, yeah. No. Jason Bateman loser. <laughs> I, uh, that's funny because in high school I found Achilles heel and I always thought that that was the most popular Pedro record because that has like T.W. Walsh on it and stuff. Um, and yeah, and then I saw they did the Pedro tour in like 2012 or 13. They toured on control. So I was like, oh, maybe that's the most popular one. But now you're saying that like it's hard to find a friend as most. I don't know. I, I really have no. Sense yeah, I feel of... like that's the one that has the most songs that people would be able to like pick up yeah. off the top of their heads. That's fair. That's but... a good point. What are some, um, other, some, some other like records you listen to in high school? Some other like emo stuff or like similar kind of definitely like yeah saves saves a day um death cat for cutie uh hey mercedes braid um american football owen stuff like there that. it is yeah. so i guess like a lot of bob yeah. Manish midwest emo stuff. for sure yeah it's yeah. all about midwest second wave let's go <laughs> Yeah, so it was all that type of stuff for sure. But I was definitely into like the Jersey scene too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, same church, different pew for Lifetime, and Saves the Day basically for the first two albums wanted to be Lifetime. Yeah, straight up. Can't, yeah, can't like slow down is just Jersey's best dancers a little faster, maybe or a little slower. Yeah, like I feel you, like that's sacrilegious uh, for you, Mike. That's fine. I have a Saves the Day tattoo. I can say what I want. Yeah, <laughs> it's true though. I mean, call a spade a spade. Did you guys just hear a super loud so, sound? What was that? <laughs> no. No, I think that was in your house. Oh, it's just telling me that we have 10 minutes left. Um, so I, like, uh, we can we can draw out the page of the line. The way we're doing this. We can this, come back to it, too. Yeah, we'll come back yeah, to we'll it. Yeah, we'll just come sure. back in. We're we'll taking a little break. Yeah. yeah, we'll come back. We'll talk about it. But um, but yeah, so according to isthisbandemo.com, page of the line is an emo band, of course. Is or is not? Is. Okay, because I was going to say. That yeah. makes sense. I feel like they're the epitome of <laughs> So this record came out in 2002 to look at like other stuff that came out around that time. Get Up Kids on a Wire, Tell All Your Friends by Great. Taking Back Sunday. Amazing. The used self-titled Thrice Illusion of Honestly, Safety. Honestly, still really like it. Burn. So like this is super unique for that time, I feel like. This he like has such a a different voice. Well, yeah, Drive Through Records was owning it apparently with the rest of the list you were saying like Drive Through and uh Victory Records. For sure. the Drive Through's heyday was like 0203 to like what 06 maybe. I, yeah, and then this came out oddly enough on Epitaph. Like Epitaph released this. Damn. I mean, I thought this came out on Jade Tree. It might have been real. Was it no Epitaph, was it Jade Tree? Yeah, I think it was Jade Tree. I thought yeah. Jade Tree was the one before it. No, they did no, this is this one. This is Jade Tree. Delaware okay. maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm guessing the song Second Best is what made Epitaph interested in them for Potentially. the next album. Yeah. So I saw Second Best was co written by the dude from that band Seldom, uh Casey Faubert. And he also oh helped God. write the song Penetration, which is kind of crazy. Oh. Yeah. So a couple of the bangers from the album. Yeah. So so when you're saying Death Cab too, I think like Ben Gibbard was in the band for a bit, T. W. Walsh, Casey Foot like he Yeah, played- he played I think bass on maybe like the the demo EP. Like he was in the band for a short while. Yeah. But kinda like what uh happened with Death Cab for Cutie. Ben Gibbard was Death Cab for Cutie for the first album. He wrote and recorded every single instrument, and so did Dave uh, Bazan for the first, I think, album or two. And then when he played out, he would hire, like, bring in his friends right, as musicians, and guns. I think that's what Ben Gibbard did. Yeah. He was, like, a hired gun bassist for him. On the yeah. Pedro wiki, there's been, like, a million members. Yeah. And, yeah. And like, and I on think those charts. 
And, and I think please he's... let's not discount Ben Jorgensen from Armor for Sleep who did the same thing. I just don't want to leave him out of the conversation. Okay. We can't. Sure, we can sure. leave him out. <laughs> we can leave him. Jersey proud, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, I have a question. There, you might know this, Hexter. Maybe you were there. Uh, I recently heard a story that uh, David played a show at the church once. I don't know what year it was. And it might have been solo. It might have been Pedro. I don't know. But in between, like, every song, he would stop, apparently, and say, does anyone have any questions? That's what he does, man. That's, I thought that was that's definitely what he does. Really? Yeah. I've never, he, yeah you know. whole, it's, that's kind of like his in-between song banter from what I've seen. It's, does anybody um, have any questions have question? at this point in the show? I don't like that. That's not I don't for like me. it at all. Yeah, Tyler, I'm sorry, but that too. pushed me farther away from David. <laughs> Tyler, Mike and Sully does that every show. <laughs> yeah, but he does it yeah, in like, that's a funny alcohol way. Induced. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody yeah. have any questions at this point in the show? I asked him one time uh, what his first guitar was, and I don't know what he said, but... You yeah, know. but Kinsella means that it's like he's like a cynical, sarcastic guy that's just like, Maybe ask me something old. stupid, I'll tell you something stupid. I don't Maybe see the difference. Dave. Dave you should was absolutely see the difference. Dave Bazan was an abusive alcoholic and got kicked out of Purple Door in like 2003 or 2004, I think, for like literally carrying around a gallon jug with like a vodka in it or something. Like, it's not, huh. I don't think it's well, a super different thing. Well, I went to Purple Door in 2006. Oh, I, I think the intention behind the questioning is different. I. I'm not anyway, I, would, right. I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, what matters is he did it. That's all. <laughs> Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Uh, so, so this record is a concept album about a businessman who's having an extramarital affair and his untimely death at the hands of his spurned wife. It covers such such subject matter as infidelity, parenthood, greed, commercialism, vengeance, and fear of death. Thought. True. <laughs> I feel like without the murder, it would have been a rom com. <laughs> That just sounds like a man who hates David Bazan. That sounds like something he'd <laughs> yeah, say. I feel like you're unjustly shitting on this record for no reason, Tyler. What it like what are your problems with it? This is It's so boring. Oh my the god. The concept of this is not dissimilar from Click. Okay. <laughs> hey. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Parenthood if greed maybe not so much commercialism. Kind of vengeance. Yeah. Oh, there's commercialism there's in there. Definitely fear of death. Yeah, you're right. There's yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you if you ask, if you're asking, it's I, Bazan bores me because he is first and foremost singer songwriter guy, and in my opinion, to me, music the lyrics are the least important thing. Wow! And all he wants to do is get his story out. Whereas, like, I want you to play me something cool because it's music. You're not writing a book, Bazan. What is so? What is your... Play something interesting and then sing on top of it. Don't write words you like and then play a bunch of dredgy power chords beneath it. Okay, what? He's not playing fucking power chords, man. What, what is your favorite or he least plays favorite? Power chords like all the time. You oh, need God, to step so away loud. from the mic. What is your favorite or least favorite song off the record, Tyler? Uh, dude, I don't even know. But <laughs> the song second best. I remember thinking to myself, this is um, this is doom metal for people that don't like doom metal. Okay. <laughs> I will say I think I think the second half really slows down. Uh even Priest and but, Paramedics. Um, the album? Yeah. Dude, Priest and Paramedics is on, is like the the eighth or ninth song on the album, I think. And that song that to is me is like the best, the best the out of the last three songs. I like that For one. Sure. Um Rapture is incredible. Rapture is the one where Say Anything ripped off that riff in the beginning. I would Honestly, wrote, Rapture, I actually enjoyed that one, so I, I will wrote, give you I, Rapture. I, I would have fucking loved this song in 2002. <laughs> Yo, it's, yeah, yeah, I can see that. So I saw Bazan at the church in 2012 or 13 for the Control Tour, 
and he opens with fucking he opens with options which is just that slow like doomy track, yeah. kind of riff yeah everybody good. everyone was like dead like deadly quiet watching him play it was so awesome and then my roommate at the time got super drunk we had to leave halfway through so we missed the second half of the set oh, so we shopper. didn't see second best we didn't see Dude, priest paramedics i thought options was such a bad album opener Wow, dude. Like are you gonna Rapture play? Should have are you gonna first. play songs, Mike? In the... Yeah, I'll play some songs in the background. Okay. I mean, I can't yeah, yeah. right now, unfortunately, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like we normally soon, do. But... I yeah, what we did well, last time. The listener will yeah. be none the none the wiser until yeah. they hear that. Indian <laughs> summer. Yeah, that track, Indian summer, is fucking awesome. That one's good. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and that's the one that sounds like most like his other stuff. I feel like this album. Another reason why I maybe chose it is because not everything on this album sounds like his normal Page of the Lion stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Indian Summer maybe is the one that sounds most like a Page of the Lion, like older song. Like it could probably fit seamlessly, even though one of the songs on here, um, I think Progress, was like a retool of a song from an earlier EP. Yeah, that was on like the um, tour EP, I think. Yeah. But so, but that song sounds way different because he put a lot of vocal effects on it, which isn't something that normally happens. But yeah, that's yeah, Indian like Summer vocoder? definitely. I don't know if it was a vocoder. Um, something might wild. be. Yeah, yeah. It was the same one they used in Scream. Oh, good point. <laughs> so it's funny that you said that like some of the songs sound like older Brazilian because I feel like Magazine, which is like the song that he's known for on this record, maybe I feel like he plays that. Like every show I saw from like 2008 to 2014, probably when I was seeing him a bunch, he'd play that. And I feel like that fits yeah. more with like Achilles heel and that like fewer moving parts EP. So I feel like that is kind of like his like looking forward kind of song maybe. Yeah. And I, I can definitely see that. That's a good track too. Um, that one's really cool because it kind of like summarizes like how I f- like, so I'd never really listened to this record and I, the first, I listened to it twice and the first time I was like, this is okay. And then I listened to it again today and I really liked it. Uh, and that song stuck out because that, that song's kind of about like criticizing like Christians for like forcing God on people, mm-hmm. which I kind of feel like what's cool. Like the thing that always turned me off about him because I just thought that he was like super Jesus-y. Uh, and, but he's but not. Now, but now I realize he's that he's not. And that's what is cool about that song too because that kind of like summarizes him in a way. Totally. Um, unfortunately, I always skip the last song on the EP, Rejoice. Oh, on the album, you mean? Yeah. Or it, on the yeah on the album. Sorry, I just that's just one that. I yeah, remember. it feels a little too much like a closer, but it's not really like. It definitely does. Yeah. Just because, yeah, he gets to like the droney, repetitive lyrics. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily in a good way. Not in like a appleseed cast kind of droney, repetitive way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, just kind of just like goes on and on yeah. and then then. Well, they do it like, a lot more melodic. This was just I don't know, like droning. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. There's a really cool video of him playing that song uh, Diamond Ring from like one of his earlier albums and Damien Yorado is in the crowd heckling him because they went to the same high school and it's really funny because Damien and Bazan are like now buds but I guess Damien was a jock in high school and used to like pick on Bazan for not being punk enough or something. So it's really, it's like really funny to watch that video. It's sick. What? Yeah, it's cool. Um, we have less guys, than a minute. Yeah, we have less than a minute. Um, All I, right. Let's let's pick this Closing back. remarks. Yeah, closing well, remarks. Well, we can, we can pick back up. <laughs> yeah, we'll pick back up and talk a bit about this when we come back in uh, and start talking about the... I don't have a ton to say about the movie, to be honest, so when we pick it back up... Honestly, same, <laughs> yeah, but right, cool. um, we'll figure that part out. Yeah, uh, we'll take a little break and we'll come back and we'll talk about Pedro for a second and then talk about the wonderful Sandler movie Click. <laughs> Thank you. 
As always, we want to thank Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations for sponsoring the episode. Uh, if you have any t-shirt or design needs, hit up xlvacx.com. Uh, Chris Reject and the crew would be happy to make you some shirts, um, especially during the quarantine. I'm sure they're, they'll appreciate... Uh, I'm so distracted. Joey's showing us Herman the cat, and she's super, super cute. Herman update. Um, Herman, <laughs> hashtag Herman update on Instagram. Um so yeah, so thanks, <laughs> thank you to Chris Reject and LVAC for sponsoring the episode, and thank you to Cinepunks, uh, Josh, Liam, Justin, and fuck it, I'll throw Evan in there too, uh, the owner of of Herman. Um, thank you guys for sponsoring all this shit and hosting the episodes. Uh, go listen to some other great shows. There's a really cool one called Weird, Obscure, and Possibly Unsafe, um, and they do all sorts of weird conspiracy theories. Uh, there's Cinepunks, there's Horror Business, there, uh, there's one called Fat Girl Hacks right now. Um, there are a bunch of shows that could use your support, so go listen to a podcast. Um, yeah, Cinepunks. Check it out. Cinepunks forever. I agree. <laughs> I was trying to make Tyler do the, the ad read, but he didn't know what to say. Um, yeah, but no, we're, we're back. We want to talk about Page of the Line a little bit more. I want to, have you guys all seen Page of the Line before, or David no. Zahn, or Headphones, or Low Tom, or anything? No. No. I'm bummed that I haven't seen headphones because that was another one that I was tossing around. I wanted to see what movie I could pair with headphones. Um, yeah, what would go with that like synth record? That'd be so cool. <laughs> like Drive or something maybe. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, I was like trying yeah. to think like, oh, headphones, like what movie makes me think of headphones? And I just saw High maybe. Fidelity for the first maybe time, but that's, that's not a cheesy movie, so... What about like Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? They probably listen to headphones. <laughs> I could see them doing that, yeah. I like that yeah. movie. It's charming. It's yeah. not cheesy, but Baby Driver. Yeah? yeah. Oh, right, because there's he like because the he's got like a playlist yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, okay. So, so Hexer, you've seen Pedro and Bazan a bunch of times? or uh, Not a bunch. Um, I think only the times he's played Union Transfer. Okay. Yeah, he so played, that was like... He played... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, there's just like by default, like it was just like, oh, cool, I'm working this one. Let me pop out of the office and go watch him for a bit. Sounds like a pretty good night, honestly. <laughs> yeah, getting paid to watch Pedro. I caught him. He played like Johnny Brenda's a bunch back in like 2009, 2010. He played like those living room shows at a friend's house in Jersey, and then I saw it in Chicago, and then I saw that Control tour. But I haven't seen him like I saw him for the first time in like five or six years at Johnny Brenda's this past year. Yeah, and it was cool. It it just felt like um. I don't know. He, he played a couple new songs, which maybe I didn't know as well, so I wasn't as into it. But like, I used to be like a pretty big Page of the Lion head, so I don't know. It, it felt w- more special when he was like doing Bazan shows, and like they were a little more stripped down. And now, I don't know. I don't want to say now that he's got Page of the Lion back together that he's playing like bigger venues. It feels a little less special, but it's it's it has a little bit of a different vibe to it. I want to say. I don't know if that makes compared sense to what me. you used to see with him. Yeah, like Johnny Brennan's, It's like two hundred people. It's like yeah, it's very very different um but yeah i don't know i don't know if you guys have any other thoughts on the record or, or david bazan in general um i was just gonna say we didn't talk about it but that song penetration is really good yeah That's, yo that that song's fucking awesome it's like a, it's it's it toes the line between penetration about like you know sex stuff and like the working world like yeah, the, the totally. businessman aspect of the record it's it's a really good i don't know i my mind during the break it's my favorite album now oh, cool <laughs> Um, so I, not movie related, but, uh, it's no better time than the present to start series. And, uh, the series that I started a couple weeks ago was, um, Mad Men. 
And I don't know, oh, this, I, this is the one that made me go. think of Mad Men, like the song Penetration, just because there's oh. so much sex going on in that show, but also like, it's all about the fucking bottom line, like getting yeah, the deals yeah. done and just like making sure that like everybody gets their American dream. Um, yeah. yeah. Dude, my roommates and I just watched all of Mad Men. Uh, I think like the second week of quarantine we started, we just finished. It's so good. It's yeah, so I'm show. in season three right now. And uh, I had a friend, uh, my friend Joe, who is in marketing and advertising. And he said that like he thought he would like it and kind of hated it. And she's like, good luck. But no, I love it. My friend <laughs> Sarah so had recommended it to me. And she was just like, no, I like, I can see you loving this show. You should listen to like things about it you should read about it you should watch it like fully immerse into this i think you'll love it and i have so far another one of those where it's like uh breaking bad where you get like misguided 19 year olds that like think the john ham character is like so cool and you're like that's not you're missing that you should not want to be like the guy yeah (laughs) yeah he's not a guy that you want to be like stop and and i think it's like season four or five was like acclaimed television that was like i think it was during the writer's strike or right afterwards people were like writing think pieces on every single scene of every episode it's like it was definitely like the best show on tv for a while it's like it's i think it's one of the best shows of all time well yeah and there are some things that are happening in like mid-season in some like mid-season of season two and mid-season of season three that are like this is like a finale episode and this is like episode eight of 13 yeah in the season right it's like larger than life you know it's crazy yeah Yeah, (laughs) um all right well we can we can transition. Any final thoughts on Page of the Lion? Any Weird Al titles? Anything like that? I have, uh, I have a Weird Al title. Okay, go for it. So it's a, it's a, on it's a riff on priests and paramedics, and mm-hmm. it's about eating a really sad dinner called it's called quiched and apathetic. <laughs> nice, dude. Well, so nice. what kind of quiche would it be if it was that sad? Just like are you just eating dinner and you're sad, or the dinner itself is sad? Both. Oh shit! Yeah, Damn. it's like double layered sadness. Oh, the quiche Very would just fitting. be like a microwavable broccoli <laughs> cheddar quiche. And I say this because I've been there. All right. Hey. Oh shit! <laughs> Experience is uh, way more important to know. I have uh, I have two. I have one. I'm not proud of. Uh, magazine would be capital M, capital A, capital G, capital A zine. So like MAGA zine. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. love that. And then uh, second there. best would be just be, it would be about your, like your second favorite vest. It would be called second vest. Right. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's a really uh, good one. Yeah. I like uh, that. Thanks, man. Thank you. Rapture would just be Rupture. It's your, your classic song about internal bleeding. <laughs> oh, okay. Or classic. diarrhea. <laughs> or diarrhea. Yeah, of course, of course. Something's going to rupture. Yeah, along those lines. I I didn't think the lyrics out yet. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, uh, Hexer, I don't know. We didn't really give you the heads up on that, but if you have any weird outside, I'll feel free to shout them out. Yeah, if I not, will interrupt our click discussion uh, yeah, if something on. comes to me because I know that we're not going to want to talk about this movie too long. It seems <laughs> universally sure. hated in here right now. I have like I think eight pages of notes, single spaced. <laughs> yeah like i've uh, i've got some notes and i kind of stopped taking notes because i stopped caring yeah, yeah i haven't taken notes for i mean anything for this the this show for months now i don't do, i don't do notes besides besides Mad Men, hexer have you been watching any good shows or or like movies or no i kind of like or? stopped watching like movies i was trying to do a movie a day 
um, since the mm-hmm. start of quarantine. And I was like keeping up with that pretty well. Uh, and then I just started playing The Witcher. So that kind of took oh, a pause. Dude, right it's so now. good. The Witcher is so fun. Yeah. I watched Tyler play The Witcher at our old house. There's so many sex scenes in that game. There's like yeah. two. It's crazy. <laughs> they're, I no, they're all over. They're them. definitely all over. So <laughs> Witcher 3 all... starts with him in the bath and uh, yeah. him, Thank you. Like, a magic monster that she created, like jumping in the tub with him. Yeah, know, maybe you're more of a dick. Witcher playboy than me. I only saw two sex scenes for me, but maybe I'm just not that good at it. <laughs> well, you're a prude, so you were skipping the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kept taking acts. You're just trying to play a lawful good situation. Yo, honestly, in video games, I feel bad if I do the wrong thing, and it, uh, sometimes I tell myself I'm just a coward, and I'm like, dude, just who cares? And then I'm like, nah, I can't play games do like those because they give me too much freedom, and then I don't focus on the story, and I just like recap it <laughs> the whole time. Right. I I, I kind of go both ways. Like maybe the first time I play through, I'll be like the good guy, and like second time through, I'm just like, nope. Fuck everybody. Let's, let's see <laughs> yeah, how much havoc I can Here's a bunch of murder. <laughs> yeah. But like Here's thinking back to movies, I did watch The Money Pit with uh, Tom Hanks. Dude, I just watched that too. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I feel like... <laughs> I, no, this is actually what happened. I skipped ahead 45 minutes and nothing changed. So I feel like I didn't miss yeah, much yeah. when I skipped ahead because it got boring. It's like an hour like, and a half movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I, I successfully watched the whole movie, I feel like, even though I cut out the middle. Damn. I got it. You cut out half. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Tom Hanks movies where Joey doesn't like the middle of uh, fucking that thing you do, come on, man. All I right. love that movie. Sorry. Did you I just not watch it for the watch first time this past stream? weekend, and I loved it. No, I missed the live stream. I heard it was pretty fun, though. Did Wait, you hear the live the... stream of that movie? Yeah, they did a re- with all the characters. They did, they did like a oh, reunion damn. live stream like a week or two ago. And uh, cool. they sold a test press of uh, one of the songs from uh, it, cool. and it, I think it, like all the stuff that they were selling was going to charity, but the test press went for like five thousand dollars. God damn, that rules! That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't know pressed. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, but yeah, Joey. Besides that thing you do, any other good stuff you? All right. Like? So first off, I love. All right, I love <laughs> that thing you do. But this hey, three and a half stars out well, of five. Well, I've is not seen love. it like twelve times or something, and this 12. time it just wasn't as great to me. I don't know why. I think it was just like I think the middle kind of drug out a little. Why bit. You, why, why are you rating it based on your twelfth watch? Think back to your first. I don't rate it like <laughs> yeah. I rate it when I watch it, not like all time. Things change. Anyway, okay. movie's great. Uh, I watched Middle Ditch and Swartz. I really liked that. That was hilarious. Yeah. I wish it was longer. Um, I watched. I started rewatching Silicon Valley the other day, so I'm not super far. But speaking of, I haven't. I've only seen past like season one and a half, so I'm gonna try to watch the whole thing this time. There were like six seasons or something. Some, five, six, I, something. Five or six, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, I watched the documentary about the Rockafire explosion. Do you guys know what this is? No. It's the no. uh, the whatever the place was called pre Chuck E. Cheese, some kind of pizza place. <laughs> uh, it's the robotic band oh. that was in that place that the Chuck E. Cheese band replaced, and it's about like these like four or five different guys. Uh, in different parts of the country that are like obsessed with this since childhood and have and some of them even have like sets of them and everything 
like animatronic animals animatronic bands and stuff and some and like the creators interviewed a lot it's fucking wild it's on youtube you have to watch it because these people are so really something else there's one guy who set the whole thing up in his shed and he invites like kids from the neighborhood for like birthday parties to come watch it and then uh, nope and also i think it might be him and also the guy that created them have like dueling youtube channels where like they make them play like new popular songs and stuff like that too it's fucking weird. What are you into, man? Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, I can only um, imagine what your YouTube recommendations are right now. It, it's <laughs> awesome. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Please. That's uh, brave. So, yeah. so brave. Uh, what about you, Tyler? Um, first, when you bring up Chuck E. Cheese, it reminds me of the one viral tweet from like a year ago from that guy, MacGyver. It was, hi, welcome to Chuck E. Cheese. Everything is visibly dirty and our mascot is a rat. Eat some pizza near a sneezing child. Um, his name's charles entertainment cheese that's an actual canon thing weird it's wild i just it's perfectly encapsulated what chuck e cheese is but uh so yeah i've been trying to actually watch a lot of movies like every other day probably which is my best track record ever so recently i watched extraction with uh thor um it was was awesome like it's not like it's not yeah. an Oscar movie, but as far as action movies go, like it's back to the actual action movies being good again. Because it's not like Liam Neeson being 65 years old where the camera has to make 30 cuts within three seconds to show off an action scene. Have you seen Hobbs and Shaw? Dude, this is like straight up actual choreographed fight scenes because like John Wick, the director is a stuntman. So the uh, scenes yeah, are fucking Do you awesome. think John Wick is a real person? He's not a no. stuntman. He's a character. No, no, no. It was direct. John Wick was directed by a stuntman. Um, <laughs> Got you. Okay. Uh, there's a legit 12 minute like tracking action scene, and it is so fucking good. It's so well done. Um, it's not gonna win an Oscar or anything, but it's, it's just really, really fun. This is on. Yeah, it's not, it's a Netflix movie. Okay. Oh, I keep saying it's not gonna win an Oscar. Are you sure? Yeah, probably not. It's just like I, I'm excited with the idea of action movies being good again because there was a heyday, and then there's a lot of just overproduced crap that's just not great as far as action scenes go but i'm gonna move on i also just recently watched the money pit it, yeah it's 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 not that good uh yeah. going back to pierce brosnan days golden eye and tomorrow never dies i watched those back to back they're they're super cheesy they're fun though um oh yeah i started that show midnight gospel i got like halfway oh, through uh, oh i want to watch that i got halfway through rules. episode one and i was like I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. It's not for everybody. Sorry, yeah, not spiritual it's... like me. <laughs> I just didn't want to. I had. Uh, it's just like it's based on his pod, Duncan Trussell's podcast, and like the whole first episode is just like trying to like they talk about finding truth through like shrooms and stuff. It's like I've yeah, heard so many people talk seven. about that through college that I just don't care to hear it anymore. The uh, eighth episode is with his mom as she's dying of cancer, and it's really hard. So that one's crazy. probably way better. It's very good. It's uh, very good. Way more like <laughs> insightful. Uh, I watched Hail Caesar because I missed that one when it came out. It's oh yeah, I've seen that. That's been coming up on my Netflix. So yeah, like there's way better Coen Brothers movies. It's fine. And then I watched Don Verdine, which is on Netflix. Which it's like Sam Rockwell, um, Holly from The Office, uh, Danny McBride. (laughs) (laughs) It was it was one of those weird movies where it was like in between where I couldn't decide if it was like a comedy or a drama. So like nothing was funny enough to make it a true comedy and it wasn't serious enough to be a drama. So it mm-hmm. just kind of fell short right in the middle. That's about it. That's all I've been watching. That's fair enough. Word. 
Saying Cone Brothers, that actually reminds me, even though we're somewhat pretty removed from 420 because uh, I don't celebrate that holiday. Uh, my way of celebrating, I watched Burn After Reading, High Life, uh, High School, which actually had something to do with weed, and then High School High. So things that have weed-related titles, but not necessarily are about weed. So four movies with uh, loose associations in the That's wording awesome to weed. That was my 420. <laughs> Is High Life the movie where the the guy and his daughter are living like off the grid? Yeah, well, not off the grid. No, that's the it's the Claire Denis movie with Robert Pattinson, where he and a bunch of like criminals are shot off into space to see what happens when a ship goes through a black hole. Oh, I don't know what I'm thinking of then. Damn. Yeah, but that sounds cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of wild and out there, but I enjoyed it. It took me. My first time that I tried to watch it, this is my first time that I actually watched it all the way through. My first time was on an airplane and there's a couple masturbation scenes in it. And the second masturbation scene that happened, I would just like look to the dude to my right and just slowly shut my laptop. And it's like, that's enough for now. <laughs> like, sorry. I was yeah. imagining it being on, my the, on the overhead screens in the airplane. <laughs> yeah, yeah like the little kid that's kicking my seat just stops because he's like, what's going on up there? Yeah. He's like, what Ooh. is that? <laughs> so yeah um weird oh, masturbation um, cool yeah <laughs> on the topic of masturbation what are you watching mike <laughs> <laughs> thank you um let me see i've been watching the bob dylan interview from 1965 a whole bunch and just you know a whole a field bunch. day with that one well not on the topic of masturbation just like watching that <laughs> over over. I, don't, I don't know that was a weird i don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind um <laughs> i've watched like way too much stuff uh my roommates and I have been watching that like Netflix show too hot to handle that terrible, terrible, smutty, horny Island show. Is it it's, good? It's like, you said terrible, no, terrible. It's, it's, Is it good? It's terrible. It cancels <laughs> it's really out. It's good. It's I've heard of, about it. Watching a lot of, yeah. It's not, it's honestly not even that fun to watch. I've been watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay shows. Um, I finally watched that show, uh, dispatches from elsewhere, the Jason Siegel Philly show. Yeah. Yeah. And it started off so good. The first like six episodes are pretty good. And then the last two just like, make me regret that i even watched it did they show, the, did they show the part where he burned down the melrose diner yeah joey do you do you want to take the take the lead for a second and, and i mean i just your i know it's been a while but i really don't want people to forget that jason siegel tried to burn down melrose <laughs> diner he tried and not the employee that put their vape juice cartridge on top of an exhaust fan and it exploded it wasn't yeah, that it was at all. Definitely Jason it was Siegel. J it was Jason Siegel. It was, Jason Siegel. <laughs> it was Jason Siegel, my employer, because I worked he on was that there show. the night before it. Did burned. you really? Yeah, I really, I Damn. really want to watch it still. I just, how did you watch it? I, I can, I don't have access to it. It was on AMC. It's based off of that. Um, there was like a like an alternate reality game. There's a documentary called The Institute. Uh, it's like in San Francisco in like the early 2000s. There was this thing called the Jejun Institute where they yeah. like had this crazy alternate reality game. And the show is kind of based around that. It's like super interesting for the first seven episodes. And unfortunately at the end, it like takes a weird turn. And like, I mean, maybe people are into it. I just, it, for me, it didn't really hit as hard. Yeah. Like after that, I was kind of like, okay, you know, like That's it could have been a five or six episode miniseries. It would have been a lot. I don't, tighter, I don't have I think, access to but... AMC. So I don't uh, they let you watch the first really. episode for free. I'm pretty sure. I don't know about after that. Yeah. True. Um, besides that, I watched that show Togetherness again. Joey, I know you're a Mark Duplass head. Have you watched that show? No. HBO is show? that the HBO show? Yeah, it was sick. It was like two seasons. It was yeah, pretty I good. I think it's on my watch list, but I haven't seen it yet. Check it out. It's pretty good. 
Um, I've been back on my Insane Pools shit. We're out season three of Insane Pools. Now we're good. fucking talking. Let's go. <laughs> um, I'll just do two more. I watched the Louis C.K. special, which I know you're not supposed to do, but it was honestly pretty good. I'm not going to defend what he Ooh. did, but the, the comedy special was pretty good. <laughs> uh, and then last but not least, there's a, a it's on YouTube. It's a, um, a documentary called Breadcrumb Trail. It's about that band Slint. Oh, uh, cool. Slint. Yeah. It's like a Lance Bangs documentary about that band Slint, mostly around when they were recording Spiderland, um, and it's super rad. They do a really good cover of Cortez the Killer, so check out Spiderland and check out Red Crumb oh, Trail. A little cool. upset you didn't go more into Insane Pools, but whatever, it's your choice. I've talked enough about that on this show. <laughs> I don't think you have talked about it enough. I need more. Lucas Congdon and his ragtag team of misfits build pools for $300,000 at a minimum in the backyard of people's homes in Florida. <laughs> there's, a, there's a character called Old Man. Uh, yes, Old Man is from Pennsylvania. Woman is his mother. And then uh, Chris, his nick- nickname is What do you watch Crash. this on? Uh, it's on the DIY channel, and most of it is on Amazon, I want to say. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Hulu. I don't know. Yeah. Joey so checked out. Yeah, I'm as you should be. Insane pools, dude. That sounds great. It's sick. They build pools. Yeah, you know, he's, um, you know the main character is really into a project because he brings a boulder from his personal collection. He has a oh. personal collection of boulders. He'll travel to Tennessee to get... A little bit of himself get... in every one of them, huh? Yeah. Correct. He'll go when to Tennessee he to get... Concrete. He'll get about 120 tons of rock to bring to your grotto. Great. So click uh, the 2006 movie off of Happy Madison Productions. First timers? All of us? No, no I've, I've seen it before. I've seen it before, too. This is my Dude. second time. This is my second time in two months, maybe. So oh, both, right. yeah. yeah, damn. Both fresh in Sorry my mind. That. It's yeah, you I did it to it. myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not proud that we uh watched it, but <laughs> I'm not proud that I brought this on you all. I, was here we say, are. I just want everyone listening to know that it was Hexter's choice also. So when he says he watched it twice in two months, we didn't make it. Both him do times that. were his choice. Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guilty. I, I, I will say, coming into this, uh, I remember it not being awful. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, yeah. I remember everyone saying how sad this movie was. No, and I was dude, like, Yo. I remember in high school, everyone's like, oh, such a tearjerker. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the whole message so is just pay attention to your family. <laughs> Yeah, so spoiler alert from the beginning is like, oh, I'm feeling, I'm kind of sick. I'm feeling sick. And then from the beginning, I was like, oh, this is like, this is like a cancer movie or something where he's going to have cancer and it's, it's going like to be sad. A, and then he's going to yeah, fast forward and too far. And then he does. And like he one does. long, like, Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's not a cancer movie because they always talk about cancer for like 30 seconds. Right. Well, yeah, because of the yeah. auto yeah. fast forward button of his. And they say he's right. the only Which... person to ever get obese from chemo. <laughs> Yeah. Which is crazy. Well, which How like I also he's... don't get because the dog knocking him over after he was fat was how they discovered he had cancer. So why was True. he getting chemo already? Like that's, that's a pothole, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe they fast forwarded True. too much, and I, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a really the movie fast forwarded over that plot point. So uh, how did no one notice he was holding a remote the entire mo- the entire time, no, every no, day, was... forever? Well, when he was fat. When he yeah, was, was just stuck in his rolls. But he's in the hospital <laughs> when he wakes up from the whole fiasco of like being fat, getting his head smashed into bits, and then having cancer. And he wakes up in the hospital. His ex-wife's there, and she's not like, "What's this random remote I've noticed you carrying for the past twenty years?" Twenty years. 
Or the fact that he mutes his wife's best friend when she's in the kitchen and he's just there. And then he, like, yeah, I don't know. Watches he sports. Uh, goes on yeah. autopilot. Yeah, honestly, this movie makes me feel bad for Jennifer Coolidge because she got, ca- like, typecast into that exact character for everything she's in. And yeah. I feel like oh, there's not there's gotta, she has to blonde, go to auditions and she has to be like, down. please, one time, just make me a smart person. <laughs> True. No, no way. I, backing up. Not even five minutes in, and we have a racist Rob Schneider character. Oh my! In blackface. And oh. what the fuck? <laughs> Why Prince is he a Middle Hab- Eastern man? Prince Habibi. Habibu. 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 And they go with the absolute word, like a name that would just be like on some like racist radio show. Yeah. It's so bad. Uh-huh. Also racist that they they make Christopher Walken play. <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh, what, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Him saying. What did he said? Like a chuck full of goodies, and I was like, "That's the most Christopher Walken thing anyone's ever said." Any dances, of course. Uh, chuck full of goodies. We have another weird Sean Astin character in an Adam Sandler movie. Throwback to whatever episode when we did Fifty First Dates. Uh, Rudy. <laughs> oh, with oh. "Stay What You Are." Yeah. Uh, there's a part with that when he goes to see his band, his kids at the swim meet. The like marching oh, band there the is band playing plays not, Offspring. They're, they're playing "Come Out and Play" by the Offspring. I, yeah, I, I made a note of that. I was like, did anyone else notice that the swim meet they had an all horns version of "Come Out and Play" by the Offspring? Yeah, <laughs> kind of badass. That's not cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. be I'll be honest. I did Netflix party for this where you can like live chat with people. Yeah. So I wasn't paying the closest attention. I was I was trying out all my jokes for the podcast on my, on oh, my audience. Oh. Great. So, Great. So, so we're your joke though. sloppy seconds. Cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, thanks for acknowledging that. Yeah. Wow. Do you All right, so I'm not going to laugh at any more of your jokes for the rest of this episode. <laughs> you should never laugh at any of my jokes. Uh, I don't know. This movie sucked. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, oh, God, like, it. I, even before the racist part, because that took five minutes to get to, like, all of five minutes to get to a racist part, but Adam Sandler, like, when the kids talk about mommy and daddy wrestling and he's like you're not supposed to know about that well you for like yeah. five more years to the boy and then his daughter's like yeah. 30 more years for you he would definitely yeah. be the dad that buys like that facebook ad t-shirt that's like my daughter's boyfriend <laughs> better watch out when he comes to my house and it's just like lists all the reasons why he's a badass yeah. and his daughter needs that to watch terrible out terrible picture you see where it's like the dad holding the shotgun for prom it's like I'm yeah. an Aquarius and I own three guns and I'll die for my daughter. Yeah. yeah. Adam well, Sandler's even character in between his Jay Giles band and his Led Zeppelin t-shirts has one of those shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he even does that like in the future when he meets her for the first, he meets fat Jonah Hill he and then his daughter. Time. Oh yeah. And he's Jonah like, wait a second. They have a weird obsession with him being into his daughter's boobs. Yeah. Jonah, Hill, bra- Jonah Hill also had like a prosthetic Adam Sandler nose on. Mm. Yeah. He was in no, the movie yeah. for all of, 34 seconds yeah so in my memory that was josh gad and thinking about before watching the movie i had a whole joke lined up where i was gonna be like oh jonah hill looks different and then i watched it i was like oh fuck that is jonah hill (laughs) it's jonah hill i could have swore it was josh gad but remember when his young daughter asked him if he smoked crack i I didn't catch that i watched this 24 hours ago and i don't know i guess This was uh, nominated for best makeup for an Oscar. For one, he is Adam the Sandler's for the Rob only, Schneider. Maybe the only Adam Sandler Oscar nominee is this movie. Was Shallow wow. Hal also nominated for makeup? Because it has <laughs> probably about—I mean, maybe more merit than this movie. 
Yeah, true. Could be. The message is better. And shallow oh, hell. I mean, this, yeah. one has, this one has it all. Racist characters, sexual harassment jokes, homophobic jokes, and transphobic jokes. Oh, yeah. You also get <laughs> that like the... really good slapstick that is the classic Adam. Oh, when he pauses and kicks people in the balls and farts in their face and yeah. shit? Yeah, or when he just like yeah. wakes up in the hospital and he's overweight and has the so he's just flab. playing with himself. And he's I was like, kind of, like this too. Yeah, that was chest. weird. I was kind of on board with the him beating up David Hasselhoff scene until the fart happened. Yeah. Because well, Adam Sandler, okay. like, you got a fart. It was, like real, it was like almost like the mask or something, like how rapid the movements were in that scene. And I thought that <laughs> was kind of cool. It's weird. Okay, so like the whole movie hinges around the 4th of July and that um that Hasselhoff doesn't want to be alone on the 4th of July as if that's like okay alone on on Valentine's Day alone on Christmas but like i get it alone on the 4th of July is such a weird obscure thing like okay is this a patriotic movie technically (laughs) i also feel like Shatner and Hasselhoff have kind of the same swag yeah i can see that does that yeah i honestly can like who would you rather kiss Oh, three-way kiss for sure. All three of us. <laughs> okay, that's the only right answer. All right. um, there's a there's a uh, a weird and bad Michael Jackson joke. Did you guys catch that? Yeah, where he's the first person to clone himself, and then he sues his clone for sexual harassment or something like that. Yeah, that was in 2017. Yep. <laughs> Michael Jackson died in 2009, three years after this movie came out. <laughs> We that in especially bad taste watching it now. But this movie's from 2006. Yeah, but it yeah, flashed Michael Jackson died three years after that. But you know the time. Uh, I'm lost in the timeline here. Don't worry. Please. So wait, are, in are we in? What? It goes from like tw- from whatever present time to 2017 to 2030 and like all that in between. Back to 2021, where they had like the the Freedom Tower was like duplicated to look like the Twin Towers, which is a weird weird detail. Oh, at yeah, his son's I forgot wedding. about that. They might. I don't um, know. Um, <laughs> there's also like there's like lots of weird jokes that just like fell flat to me. Um, so when he goes to get like, there's of course all the jokes that we said were problematic, but there's just some jokes that were just like, why was that even in there? Um, so when he goes into the Bed Bath and Beyond, and he like goes to the to the Beyond section, and Morty shows him the remote, he's like, "How much is this thing? I ain't exactly Thurston Howell." And is he like referencing? Isn't that the character from Gilligan's Island, like the the millionaire? Yeah, the millionaire. Like, yeah. They're weird. Like what? They're like, weird. Who's picking up on that joke except like a certain set? And like you don't need the adult jokes in the movie because you're going to watch like Wally with Art your kids or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it felt stupid. A... It's like it's like it's very like simplified. He's like narrating the whole movie because he has this thing where he's jumping through time. But then it's also super simplified. So I don't know if it's for like kids are going to see their movie and you're throwing in a bone for their parents with like the Thurston Howell joke. I don't know what that is. Yeah, me either. That's the one thing I got with this. Like, who is it for? Because it's not a family movie. There's so much <laughs> no. humping. That was yeah. yeah that was the question. Like, who was the... that joke for? Another they're joke. strangely proud of the dogs for like fucking that duck like the whole movie. Another, yeah, yeah. Another Every joke. so dog. much dog come all over it. Another joke that stuck out like that to me was that when he's in the car and changing his skin color. Yeah. And he turns and he does the Hulk bit and stuff. And a lot of it, a lot of his like solo quote unquote jokes just seem like him mm. killing time while being filmed. 
it's so weird yeah and like no quality control because like they're all bad and don't really have punchlines at all who's gonna tell adam sandler yo man we gotta do the movie yeah especially a happy madison adam sandler movie yeah Yeah, maybe he had a fight with his editor and the editor is just like you know what i'm taking this b-roll buddy yeah really (laughs) you're paying me a lot of money so i'm just gonna go with it yeah even just the whole plot's kind of weird it's like a monkey's paw kind of plot where it's yeah. like the, the well, there's the, also you're gonna a, get your dreams but at a price there's a goosebumps book literally or something literally called click yeah. and it's the same plot and they were gonna sue adam sandler apparently like arl stein or whoever was gonna yeah. fucking sue adam sandler and they didn't and because they said it could have been a coincidence which obviously means that adam sandler just paid him a bunch of money to not go to court probably <laughs> yeah probably I thought there was a weird touch when he woke up in the future and his uh, nurse was wearing like futuristic chainmail. I didn't know what the fuck that was because that takes place in I think twenty twenty. Yeah, the nurses have weird gear on. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they um, did that weird thing with a lot of movies where like they try to make it so futuristic in the really near future. Oh yeah, and it just doesn't work. Like we don't have enough time to get to that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no way the hospitals are gonna have all these automatic doors and stuff, and everyone has their own room while we still like no one can afford to pay for insurance anyway. <laughs> yeah. There are some weird uh, cameos. So Nick Swartzen, who looked like Chris Conley, played the Bed Bath and Beyond worker. Who Adam uh, Rachel... Sandler threatens to punch at one point. I wrote yeah. that down. I was like, who threatens to punch an employee because they say that they have no friends. <laughs> or just trying yeah, to be his weird. friend or something, right? Nothing uh, like threatening Rachel... a retail employee. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel Dratch was in it at one point, and my roommate couldn't remember her name, so he called her Judith Pinch, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, Judith Pinch. Yeah. I don't know. I I didn't really like this movie. I, so, I don't know if you I'll guys just have say any you idea. Did. You, you didn't like it, or you did like it? I thought it was just pretty shitty. It's not yeah. a good movie. I get the sense. I get the sense of like from this in Big Daddy that like Adam Sandler's dad is a lawyer and wanted him to be a lawyer, but instead he went and played a character on SNL. You know, like it feels very much like you're supposed to follow in the family business based off this yeah. movie, Big Daddy, and, yeah. and he didn't do it. And I don't know. Yeah, I could like be wrong, but I don't know. So I wanted to maybe like talk about the deeper meaning, and not even deeper meaning of this movie, but like the second layer of this movie. But I don't want to give it that much credit. Because, no. again, like Morty, Christopher Walken's character, like, is he God? Did Adam Sandler fall asleep in the Bed Bath & Beyond, or did he actually get a second chance, like, somehow, because Morty is the right. God character? Or was this whole thing a dream sequence, and he fell asleep in the Bed Bath & Beyond? Because as soon as he gets to Bed Bath & Beyond and threatens Nick Swardson, he's like, oh, like, bath? And he walks through the bath up, and he's like, bed? And then he hops right. on a bed. So we could believe read, that he just fell asleep something. right there. I read something during our break that says that he's supposed to be the angel of death. Okay. Yeah, his name's Morty, as in like Mort, like isn't it Morto oh. or something like that? Oh, like Mort. sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's so. Like maybe not God, but angel of death. But pretty close. The, the most research okay. they did for this whole fucking movie. Yeah. With some Latin. <laughs> um, but then also, there's a certain point where Adam Sandler, uh, after he does some like. It's like further on the line, down the line of him having the remote, he says to Morty, like, who are you? And he just says, you know who I am, and leaves it at that. So, like, that's, that's what made <laughs> yeah. me think, like, yeah. God character. Yeah. Yeah. So, Could be. It's the best yeah. answer to any time anyone asks that, though. Who's this? You know, hey, who, you know who I am. about this movie. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, um, I think yeah. we just spent way more time than any of us thought we would spend on this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. We're down to, like, a minute 
Um, I don't know if you guys have much else to say. I can end this and start a new one real quick if you want to just try and finish this up. Uh, yeah, this sure. is all, all I got on the movie. Sure. Me okay, too. Well, that was, st- I think, all of my notes except for me complaining about more jokes, and I don't need to complain about <laughs> shitty jokes. We can certainly do that. I we have like a segment where we try and guess if it's from the movie or for the from the album, and I have a couple of those. So okay. I'll yeah, I have a couple too. Render yeah, this real quick, and I'll send out a new. Too. <laughs> all right, sweet. I'll uh, I'll send out a new link. Give me like ten minutes to render this episode real quick, and then I'll send out a new link to you guys. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Sweet. All right. Catch you guys in a sec. See ya. have any other thoughts on click i know it's kind of hard to regain the juice after 12 minutes of not talking about it but uh the only the only other note i had said bind buying a dog for your other dog to bang is weird agreed dude i will bang. another thing that just makes no sense i got you this girl dog that you can bang at home now but it turns out they were both male dogs because they were both fucking the duck or yeah if you could buy a bang dog don't you check for the dick if you buy a bang a bang dog. There's there's the episode pull quote. <laughs> Fine oh, bang dog. Oh god, yeah. I like uh, everything about move. this movie. Nothing redeemable. <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. Top ten yeah. Sandler or no? Uh, I don't know that it's even bottom ten Sandler. It's just like it's just bad. <laughs> yeah, it exists. Awful. Yeah, <laughs> it does exist. We'll give you that. Uh, so Adam Sandler tweeted out something where like, if he didn't get the Oscar for uncut gems, uh, he was going to continue making bad movies. And I hope because he didn't get the Oscar for uncut gems, I hope that doesn't mean click two is coming out soon or some bullshit where like his son gets it. His son (laughs) finds the remote with Morty. Unless his son is played by Jonah Hill again. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Fine. Middle years. Son with Jonah what Hill. It, like, what if it instead, like, Click Two is like updated instead of a remote control or something with the cloud? Yeah. <laughs> something with the cloud. <laughs> a cloud <laughs> thing. You know, the cloud. It's like a. Cloud. No, this speculation is even hurting. Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> to go back. To go back to the Bang Dog. Was that his dog? That's Mr. Beefy from Little I'm Nicky. I think. Right. That's like his bulldog. I think so. I don't know. Yeah, it's got. Uh, it certainly doesn't he... matter. Where'd he buy a bulldog in the middle of the night? <laughs> Why do you leave it sitting outside for well, five minutes? Well, was the Petco next to Bed Bath & Beyond open? Because that's my guess. Okay, true, uh, true. Yeah, okay. he, he, was, he was in suburbia. He was in, you know, strip mall city. I couldn't just have that one, could I? Okay. Yeah. To give us a little refresher, I found more stuff that I watched in quarantine. I watched Midnight Cowboy. Bound, Wild Things, Crazy Heart, Carlito's Way, The French Connection, and Double Time featuring Dennis Rodman. Carlito's Way, dang. Yeah, really, <laughs> I popped off. The only thing I know about Carlito's Way is in the, the show Love where they're making a fake <laughs> theme song for it because it didn't have a theme song. It's um, it's similar to like a Serpico. It's like weird Pacino. So cool. no, right. that's, it. that's it. Wait, wait I, it's not Bronson? It's not Charles Bronson? Um, I watched it like a month ago, so I, honestly, he might be in it. I don't remember. He's in it. I've I never think. seen it. I just, for some reason in my head, it was Charles Bronson. Could be. 
I'm, I could be completely wrong. I haven't seen it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll debate it. I as the one who watched it, I don't. You could be right. I don't know. All right. So. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. So it's I fine. feel like it's yeah, like one of those like Saturday afternoon movies on cable and or channel forty eight when I was young. That's pretty much what it was. It's like a Allentown TV. Of, yeah, it's kind of long winded. Honestly, it's like a. It's Pacino. It's Pacino. Uh, Where are okay. you? Fr- you're from? You're from Allentown, Hexter? No, but I, uh, as a child growing up without cable, I got Channel Forty Eight out of Allentown in Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Growing up, so. Oh, word. Yeah. Did you go to the Polish club a bunch when you were younger? Uh, like the Polish club. Wasn't like a, uh, like a punk venue. So that didn't happen until I was in college. The Polish Polish club. So it was oh, like word. Phoenixville YMCA. Trap YMCA and the uh, the VFW in Lansdale were all like where the punk oh, shows were happening when I was dude. growing up. But Land- yeah, Polish Land- clubs started happening way down the way. Gotcha. I was thinking I, of I, Death Wish, by the way. Oh yeah, he, there are like five or six Death Wish films. Bronson might be in like two of them, honestly. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, that was a weird mishmash of talking about Al Pacino and punk venues in like the greater Philadelphia area. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so we do a segment where we try reading quotes from either the album or the, the movie and try to guess what they're from. Do you guys have any? I've got a couple. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll start. I've got... Whoops. Please. I've, here we go. Uh, sorry, I can't look at it yet right now. I was trying to change my Zoom background. Uh, You're good. Way late in the episode. Um, all right, my first one is you're on liver number two. I'm gonna guess that's the film. Me too. I think that's the I think that's the album. The album that's from the song Progress. Ooh. Wow. Hmm. Good trick. I, I was about to say who's like the true Bazan fan here now. I was about to say I know the lyrics of this album pretty well, but I guess I don't. You do not. <laughs> How about um if you go, you should know. Should you lose your way, I'll be staying at home. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm album. The album on this one. Same. That's from uh Think about it by Owen Tyler Roach. <laughs> wow, curveball! You can't. It's, it's a neither. That's a neither. You can't do. That. I thought I was. I thought I was already your partner. No, I like Bazan and I like Owen. Uh, I like that I... is the same. <laughs> Wait, um, no, that's the album. Wait, sorry, what? I thought I was already your partner. Oh, oh, I didn't know you were giving this one. Um, that's a that's a game we're playing. You fuck. <laughs> I think it's the album. Is no one else going to guess? I'll, say, I'll say it's the movie. Fuck it. Album, album, movie? Yeah. That is click. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I almost used that one and then I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that how about. Ruined myself. How about. Tragic irony. How All right. That... I, I think I've got a good one. Nice. Okay. Will you still love me in the morning? Ooh. Ooh. Is that... I think that's the movie. I think that's the movie, too. I'll, I'll say album just to be a different person. He writes it oh, on the napkin? That's, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the napkin <laughs> scene. She, yeah, yeah. she writes, mm. will you still love me in the morning? And he writes, forever and ever, babe. Oh, 
as he's dying, he like hands her the knife. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Background. I was too distracted by him kicking Sean Astin in the nuts three times. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he should have done yeah. that to his dad. The last scene with his dad when his dad died, he should have gone back in time to kick <laughs> his dad in the, in the nuts. nuts. Um, how Wait, about oh are you an angel now or a vulture? Oh, that's the album for sure. Album. Album. Yeah, I mean that's that's in magazine by by Page of Life. All right, I got another one. Um, but like the Angel of Death, you know. I thought angels were supposed to protect people. That's the movie. That sounds like Bazan. <laughs> That's a Bazanism. That's David. How about that uh, way they'll naturally love the taste of corporate cum? Oh. That sounds like something the Hop said. I think that's a, a movie. Is that a yeah, that's, a that's from Indian Summer by David Bazan. <laughs> Damn, we're bad at this. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, look, you earned your wings. That's, that's that precedes. Are you an angel now or a vulture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, my last one is: We've gone too far. We've done too much. That's Bazan. Please, one more kiss. Just one more Album. touch. Please, ten more yeah. minutes. <laughs> that is. All right. I... Oh, sorry. Rapture. I have one more. It's a privilege to walk in another man's shoes. <laughs> the cobbler. Oh, this <laughs> is the cobbler. Is it? Oh, I don't know. That's yeah. cracking me up. Yeah, it's from the cobbler. That's a good place to end. <laughs> That's really All right. Good. Well, no, no, no. I, I think this is the best one to see us out. Okay, okay. Habibu. Habibu. Hubba Bubba is chewing gum. <laughs> Prince Habibu is not chewing gum. <laughs> what? What's that from? <laughs> That's from the racist voice. ass movie Click. That's what it's from. <laughs> That's from the. It's not from Priest and Paramedics. <laughs> the song. <laughs> it might be. Oh man, I love that one. <laughs> That's Yikes. good. Um, Hexter, thanks for coming on the pod, dude. This was fun. This, I, I yeah. honestly, yeah, thanks, man. I love the album. Have been listening to the album for a really long time. Jelly's <laughs> rocking, starring that boy. <laughs> Uh, great album. The movie leaves something to be desired, I think, but uh, I'm glad. We're yeah, but it was fun page. to shit on. So. It was fun to shit on. I wasn't I very excited about it either. Mike, I feel like you're mad at me that I don't like this album. I am. I used to have an Owen and Bazan CD because I feel like they're, in my mind, they're pretty kindred spirits, like pretty similar. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I think, Mike, I, I agree with you. I Let's mute Tyler's channel similar. right now. Mike, I agree with you. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Dude. I honestly, like, no way. I'm surprised that you like one and not the other because to me, they're so... I found Bazan both of them in 2006 the or something like that and loved them ever since. I don't know. I just can't do it. Sorry, dude. I think <laughs> oh, you look so serious. Slightly newer fan, maybe. Sorry? Well, I think I'm a slightly newer <laughs> fan, maybe. I like, well, I like the last Pedro record, the one that came out last year, but I never really like listened to him a bunch other than like a song here and there. I think Achilles Heel is probably like a pretty accessible way in, like to listen to like Arizona or Bands with Managers and Transcontinental. Like some of those songs are pretty easy listening for Bazan before yeah. you like delve in completely. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> or yeah, we're not. Yeah, um, thanks for having me on and thanks for uh dealing with uh my stupid idea, but I, I think we, we we did it some justice here. I think No, we, that's a good pairing. I think we knocked that out. Just because I don't like either doesn't mean I don't like the way we did it. Sure. Yeah. I had fun. Sure. I had fun. That's what matters. Right on. Cool. Well, thanks again, man. Of course. Thank you, guys. Cool. Thank you. Listen and rate us five stars, and I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. All right, dudes. Yeah, dude. I'd take three and a half stars. <laughs> Joey with the background. Let me see if I can get a background going. My computer doesn't. My computer can't handle it. It turns my whole face into the background. Same. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I think we need like a wine and cheese mascot. What about like the the California raisins or like cool spot? I think if we get like a mascot along those lines, that can be kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Hit up Perry, see if he's got any ideas bouncing around his head. <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm we gonna shall. go take care of my animals. So I don't know. Oh yeah. Please yeah. do. Yeah. All right, dudes. Have a good see night. Man. Yeah. You too. Thanks, yeah. Later. Yep.